Hey guys, how you living? You doing well? Good. So glad to hear that. So, in this episode, I planned on just talk, just telling the story that I wrote this uh, little Facebook rant over about these kids that, uh, like, saved a parking spot for their, their parents who were behind me, but... I told that story in full detail and also kind of went on a rant about driving and then I started talking about kids and how they're not being raised correctly and all of these things, you know, because I'm, I'm a guy who has no kids, so I'm obviously the person who gets to tell you how to, how to raise yours, you know, who else? <laughs> so these thoughts are happening in real time, guys. But anyway, uh, yeah, I went down that road for a little bit. I had a nice little rant there, and uh, there towards the end, I just kind of got got a little caught up in my emotions and talking about how the world is being populated with a bunch of shitty people and that parents don't seem to give a shit that that's happening. But I hope maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, and uh, please let me know. If I'm wrong, let me know. Uh, but I, I hope so. I'm going to assume that I'm wrong. Anyway, um, things to listen to and watch in this episode, The Wind and The Wave. Just YouTube those guys and enjoy anything that you see. The, their voice is, Her voice is great. I can't remember the exact cover that Daryl sent me, but um, it was awesome. Anywho, Joe Pug, I Do My Father's Drugs, great song, listen to Joe Pug, great songwriter. Jose Gonzalez, another fantastic songwriter. He's got an album called Veneer, V-E-N-E-E-R. Check that one out. It's awesome. He's a hell of a songwriter, and his voice is captivating, and uh, he's great. Just check that out. Watch The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, who Jose Gonzalez actually did the soundtrack for that movie. Uh, ben Stiller wrote and directed it. Kirsten Wig, great movie, super good story. Watch it. Secret Life of Walter Mitty, The Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Also watch that. Heath Ledger's last movie, and I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Watch season five. If you haven't seen any of them, watch all of them. Learn more about the people that make you laugh. A lot of them are very demented and very disturbed people, and I love that. I love finding out that. So there's that. Anywho, without further ado, here's my stuff, episode number 40. Enjoy, guys. Okay, so I'm just going to jump straight into this one. Um, Kids are awful sometimes. And I am of the mind that it's rarely their fault. Um, yeah, so all right. I'll preface this by saying when I was a kid, if I did something that would embarrass my parents, I got that look that, man, I was going to get an ass whooping when I got home. And then at that point, I would decide whether or not to just go ahead and go at it and make the ass whooping worth it. Or if I should straighten up and try to reverse the, whether or not I would get my ass cut or not. But 
I think I lived during the last generation of kids who could get their ass cut without any kind of like legal issues. And I remember when I was a kid, I remember like my, my grandmother, my grandmother and my aunt Marie and my dad, all three, they whooped my ass all the time. Like I got my ass beat a lot. And when I say to everybody, all my friends are like, Oh yeah, my parents used to spank me too. Like I never got spanked as a kid. I got beat. I got my ass cut, and I mean, it was it, it was monumental, and I remember, and I appreciate that, because it made me not be such a dick, and I remember when I was a kid, they being like, you know, whoop my ass or something, and, and then I'm like, already crying, I would always say, oh, I'm already crying, I don't know why you want to whoop me, I'm already crying, I thought that the, that they wanted to whip me so I would cry. So I would just start crying beforehand and I would tell them I'm already crying. Please don't whip me. And that never worked. That never fucking worked. Don't try that kids. It never works, but she, you don't have anything to worry about anymore because they can't do it. Now you got the law on your side. Jesus. So if there were video at all of some of the ass whoopings I used to get, like my, my folks would be under the jail right now, which is wrong. By the way, I think that children should still get their ass cut because look at me. I, I drank, smoked, cussed and gambled. I only do one of those things now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, that turned out all right. But anywho, the times they are a changing. And now, apparently, parents are forcing kids to do things that'll make them a shitty person in, in a way. And you know what? Some of these people may have no idea that what they're doing is making their child a shitty person. But I'll give you an example. So there's a few of you who are familiar with a Facebook post that I uh, I posted the other night, and I was wondering uh, if I was in the right or in the wrong in this situation. I already knew that I was in the right, and I did the right thing. But, anywho, I had a gig at Garden City Pier the other day, and there were no spots but listen, I'm a parking lot wizard, right? I'm a parking lot wizard, so I, I'm not worried at all. I pull to the side, and I load in. I go ahead and get everything on my cart and carry it up the, up the, up the ramp. And Garden City Piers load in is a little tough, but I, I made it in one piece, and everything was all fine, well, and dandy. Got up to the, uh, got done with loading in, came back down to my vehicle. Brother Ed Dennis was playing electric guitar with me and Smitty at this gig. Smitty was already up there. He found a spot. Ed came in behind me and he was riding around in the, in the parking lot, trying to like doing circles under the pier, trying to find a, a spot. And... I said, let me get out and I'll do some circles around and see if I can't find a spot and you can load out here and we'll figure out everything else whenever when, whenever we get unloading in. So, um, my theory is, is in any restaurant or general business or whatever with limited parking, there's an average of five minutes before somebody leaves and, uh, 
you can get their spot. So if you're ever struggling with finding a parking spot, folks, let me bless you with some wisdom here. There's somebody's going to be walking to their car within, and I, I'd give on an average, sometimes there's a two-minute window either way. Sometimes it's quicker, sometimes it's not. But I would say five minutes is a safe number. I guarantee that you're you're five minutes away from somebody pulling out of a spot, and and when they pull out, you can get in, you can uh, you can have that spot. All you got to do is wait about uh, wait around five minutes. Just keep doing circles, and watch, watch people walk in, uh, watch people walking walking in their cars, and just kind of follow them like a creeper, like I do. If you look like me, they will get out quicker. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you look like me, that'll work a lot better. But anyway, I digress. So I told you that story to tell you this story. I do two circles around the, around the, the parking lot. Ed's loading in. He's in the spot that I was in while we're loading out, which is blocking two other cars from getting out. And, uh, I do a circle around. And it's a hassle to get from one driveway to the other because you have to go on uh, basically Waccamaw Boulevard in in Garden City, which is uh, I think it's called Waccamaw, right? Which is the boulevard in in uh, in in Garden City where all the cars are. So to get to find a window to where you can get out and get back into the same little parking spot is a hassle. But I drove around. I got in there. I did a couple of loops. And I pull around on the second second go around, which would be which would be my technically my fourth loop, considering that I drove around once before I started unloading my shit. So four times doing a circle around this parking lot, technically. I see a guy getting in his car, and I'm like, hell yeah, here we go. So dude gets in his car, backs out, I back up, I give him ample room to get out. And soon as he pulls away, I start to pull ahead and these two kids, these two girls jump off the back of this golf cart that was behind me, run up into the spot and stand in the spot that I'm sitting here waiting for. Now, I have, uh, how do I say this? Do I have anger issues? I don't think I have anger issues. I don't think that's the issue. I I, I don't know that I do. I, I maybe I do. I do in some certain situations. I have no no patience at all for people who are horrible drivers or people with bad driving habits. And I'm going to go into that in a second. But these two kids fucking jump off this golf cart, run up here, standing in this stand in this spot. So now I can pull into this spot, but I'm going to, uh, run over to, to, uh, two young girls who are probably, I don't know, 13 or 14. And I pull up and I'm just literally, I thought it was a joke. Like for a second, I thought it was like, is this really happening? Like, is this, is this, is this serious? And I didn't move. So I pulled up and I just stared at these kids for a second. And one of them like waved me on like, like wave me on and I'm just I'm sitting here thinking like do I roll my window down and tell them that they're being little assholes or you know what I just I made the game time decision and I 
I just think, you know what, they're just kids. They've been told to do this. Obviously, whoever is responsible for raising them is an idiot or just a plain shitty person and uh, thinks the whole world is here for them. That's another thing. And, and I love and I'm a, you're Bradley Parkers of the world. And, and you know what? I, I love Bradley. He's a friend of mine, but he's a Bradley Parker. And pull up and park wherever you want to park and do your shit, whatever have you. You know what? The world is not here for just you. You can quote me on that, by the way, Bradley. The world is not here for you. And Adam, <laughs> the world's not here for y'all. Adam doesn't park where he wants to. Adam's a good driver. Um, but anyway, seriously, the world's not here for you. Like, I'm, I, I was fair and square waiting for that spot. Like, it was my spot. The rules of driving states that I'm the one that's supposed to get it. These kids cheated. It was a cheating fucking ass. It was a cheating move that they did. And I was very, very fucking pissed off about it. But instead of rolling the window down and letting them know exactly how I felt about what they were doing, I considered this a win in my anger management. And I said, you know what? If you want to be that shitty person, if you guys have been told to do this and you were raised by the kind of people who think that it's okay to do something like this, then I'll let you go ahead and be that asshole. So that being said, I went ahead and just, uh, just pulled around one more time and I found a guy pulling out, which was directly across from the spot they stole from me. And I got that spot. So all was well at the end, but I'm a big respect person. Like I give as much respect where it is due and I expect the same from the world. And that's a personal downfall that I expect to get from the world, what I put in and that's me. And I doubt I'll ever change, but at what point does somebody like I, does somebody do something like this and think, okay, you know what? Maybe that wasn't the coolest thing to do. Maybe I should have done something a little differently. Maybe I should have. And I'm not even going down this hypothetical thought process that these kids surely did not fucking have. But I cursed them. I cursed them. Like I'm serious. Like like uh, <laughs> like. Their parents will have stupid low resale value on their home or or their dads will always pull up to a gas pump that doesn't work and he'll get out of his car and be like, how did I not notice this yellow bag on this pump until just now? Curse, bro. Enjoy it. You got a whole life's worth of doing that before it's over with. Uh, low, low resale value on your home. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, there are a few more things or there are a few things that are more shameful to a man than making us, than making a mistake while driving. So if this dude constantly for the rest of his life pulls up to this gas pump that is not working and everybody else around him sees that and he did not notice until he gets out, then my curse will have worked. See, I could have taken this farther. I could have, I could have cursed him with bad things, but I'm making some changes in my life and I don't want them to, I don't want the guy's family to fall apart. I could have cursed him with that, but instead I just wanted to make an idiot out of himself on the regular. So 
there, there's that. But anywho, as I said, there are a few more, there are a few things in this world that are more shameful to a man than being a bad driver or making mistakes while driving. So there's, and, 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 and there's no sexism here. It's just, just history in my world. A man takes pride in his driving skills is our thing. So I think that, uh, I'm sure that maybe the equivalent to that would be like, um, okay, so I was watching Jerry Seinfeld on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. The new the new season came out, and he was talking to Ellen DeGeneres, and Ellen DeGeneres says he's a really good driver. And he said that that's the best compliment you could ever give me. Not, hey, man, great show, or, man, you're one of my favorite comedians of all time. You're a comic hero to me, or, nope, he just wants to be complimented on his driving. Another reason I love Jerry Seinfeld, by the way. So cars and how to maneuver them is a guy thing that few women or girls give a shit about. And in my mind, if a woman gets to where she's going alive, that's all she cares about. And I'm using a broad brush here, so don't judge me. But guys want to never hit, you know, guys want to never hit a reflector when they're changing lanes. You know, we're weird like that. I don't know if I'm the only one that does that. And am I the only one that does that? Let me know. But I, we don't want to hit a reflector when we when we change lanes. We're constantly playing a video game when we're driving, and and, and the best that best job that we can do while doing that, the better we feel about ourselves. I think, and uh, I think you know. Also, things that were uh, weird, weird things that were pointed out as I've watched uh, Seinfeld and the comedians in cars getting coffee, and just he actually drives these things. But he was also saying that that guys that drive and take pride in their driving can also see when someone in, in a lane in front of them is about to switch lanes, or you can tell how a person's going to drive by the vehicle that they're driving, and that usually works more often than not. But I would think that the female equivalent to that would be maybe girls noticing each other's clothes or, like, hairstyles or... Uh, and things like that. See, guys don't give a shit about whether or not one of your girlfriends got bangs. But if her husband pulls up in the driveway and leaves ample room for another vehicle to pass through, then we notice things like that. So that's, <laughs> I don't know why I went down that road, but I just, I take pride in uh, the, my ability to drive and I also take pride in basically knowing the unwritten laws of the roadway, which is probably a book that needs to be written if it hasn't been already. The unwritten laws of the roadway, the things you should and shouldn't do while driving or things that'll make you a dickhead, like jumping out of a golf cart. Oh, and uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was uh, I think it was Papa Lyons. I think it was Cheese's dad. Cheese may be watching. I think it was Papa Lyons that was saying that the same thing happened to him and Mark and Common the other day. A grown woman jumped off of a golf cart that her husband was in and ran up to a spot and stood in it so that he couldn't get the spot. And I'm like, does the people just come here? And is that in like the brochure? Is that in like the monster coupon book? Like how to get a parking spot is to jump out and run and hold it within. There was a time that I, there was a time. I know I just switched uh, gears quickly on that one. I apologize. There was a time when I would have literally just started pulling into this spot and, and, and like 
pushed these girls up out of the way. But I'm getting paid to be at this place. Um, uh, I know that whenever I get up there, whenever they walk up to the pier to, to leave or, 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 or whatever, they're going to see me holding the guitar on the microphone, bitching about the kids that wouldn't move out of the way. They're just being little assholes. So maybe that, that could have been embarrassing enough for them. And, and obviously, obviously not because nobody knew that it happened except for me and them and a random few people who saw it. And plus everybody else that I told in the world on Facebook. So we all know now, (laughs) but anyway, I just, there are certain things that you should and shouldn't do. That is a huge no, no to me. You, 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 you shouldn't cheat everything. I'm, 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 I was telling Smitty last night, I'm a huge person of honesty and I've realized that I care more about being honest than being liked. And I think I said that in the podcast for the first time once and had an aha moment after I said it and heard it and processed it, blah, blah, blah. But I think that all of these all of these little things that I bitch about or little quirks that I have are all coming from a place of pride of honesty or uh, disappointment of dishonesty. Like I get so disappointed in people who are dishonest and that's just cheating, man. It's just another form of cheating and cheating is a form of lying and there's nothing I hate worse than a liar. I hate liars. I hate people who tell lies. I used to be one of those guys who would just lie to make conversation, you know, when I was a kid. And one day I just realized, you know what? I'm not, I'm, the world is gaining nothing from me telling this story. Like this person who I might want to lie to and say that this, this one thing happened or this cool thing happened or whatever, their life or nor my life is going to change in any way because I just told this person a lie. Only thing that's going to be different is the fact that I'm a liar now and and not an honest person. It only takes one lie to be a liar your whole life. It takes a whole life of telling the truth to be honest and only one lie to be a liar. I don't want to be a liar. I don't want other people to be a liar. I don't want people to cheat. I want people to do things the right way. I want people to like, and you listen to me. I want, I want, but I, you know what? I'm sorry. This is it. I got the microphone. Damn it. I want, <laughs> I want people to be as good as they can be and do things the right way. Of course, there's outside of the rules, ways to do things. As I stated in one of my last podcasts about, uh, about work and things and doing things outside of the realm of normal, normalcy, if you will. But there's, there's a, just, just respect the laws of humanity, respect the laws of humanity. I'm sitting here waiting on this spot. It's my spot. Get the fuck out of the way. Let me go play my gig. Blah, blah, blah. I, I, I just had a super long rant on, on Facebook that I shortened to a few words about that thing. And everybody says I did the right thing. Everybody else on Facebook's like, Oh, well, I would have pulled up and just, just pushed them out of the way. Lay on the horn. They'll move. And uh, Jack Baldwin said that, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a pretty good idea." And Jack's a cab driver, so he 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 can he can do shit like that and get away with it. But I'm getting paid to be at this place, so I think I made the right decision. I'm pretty positive that I did. But I, uh, I just just in case there are anybody out there in the world who may listen to this one day, whether it be right now live or years from now. 
just know if there is someone sitting in a parking lot waiting for a spot, there's no bigger asshole than the person who swoops in from the other side and takes the spot or the person who jumps out of their vehicle and runs up and holds it with a person. I think that there's only one person, one thing that can hold a parking spot, and that is a vehicle. If you're not a vehicle, don't stand in the fucking way. And also, who who else was it that uh who else was it that said was it Ashley Brousseau? Was it uh I, it might have been Ashley the our, our our family from Lincolnton who uh who comes out and sees cornbread a lot and we played their Christmas party for a few years in a row and uh, it might have been her oh no 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 you know what it was she did she did comment on that Ashley did but my cousin Susan uh, uh Susan Poe Eric my cousin Eric's wife said. Who, what kind of parent would send a child out to run through a parking lot to hold a spot knowing that you could be dealing with somebody who has legitimate road rage, who wouldn't give a shit, and who would just literally run over these kids because they jumped in a spot that he was about to take? Where is the mentality that people are not preparing for what may happen? They, they, they just react to what does happen these days. Ooh, now there's a thought that I don't think I've ever said before. People don't react to what may happen. People or people don't prepare for what may happen. They react to what does happen. Huh. I need to write that down. Oh, it's recorded. I don't need to. <laughs> Isn't that great? So anyway, I don't have a whole lot more for you today. I got got some things for you to listen to and watch. Uh but just basically, I guess in closing, all I want to say is parents don't raise your kids to be assholes. Let them do the right thing. Teach them to do the right things. Don't teach them to be little dicks. Don't teach them to be little assholes because that's all that I, I see running around. And it's not the child's fault. A child does what uh, what they're taught to do. I saw this thing, uh, this, 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 these parents who are terrified of this 15-year-old kid who says, I know how to fight, I'll beat your ass, and he calls his dad, like, derogatory words, and just says a lot of shitty things, and he's just a shitty kid, and they're like, oh, we don't know what to do with him. Well, what to do with him is you probably could have fucking handled this before he turned 15. Like, that's this is what happens when children don't get their ass beat anymore, and I'm sorry. You can call it child abuse, you can call it whatever, it, what what happened to me when I was a kid would be would be considered abuse to many people. But you know what? I look back on all of those uh, lessons that I learned through my dad's belt and through the wire end of the fly swatter, or when my grandma would tell me to go pick a switch out of the yard and then bring it in and show it to her. And if it wasn't big enough or good enough, she'd send me out to get another one. And then I'd bring one that was acceptable to her standards in. And she'd tell me to put it in the deep freezer and get the one that she had in there out. I got my ass cut with a switch that was kept in the deep freezer and I would replace that one with the one that I grabbed that I would get my ass cut with next time. That's what children need these days is knowing that if I do something fucked up, there's a switch in that deep freezer that's going to go across my ass if I don't change, if I don't 
do things differently. There's no consequences to anything that anybody does these days. It seems like, especially for kids, it just seems like you can do whatever you want to do. And there was a video of this kid who kept, uh, uh, I, I think I shared it a while back. This kid who kept nagging at this guy and calling him names. And he's the guy's just sitting there like filming him on video. Like, and this kid's just like calling this dude all kinds of names and pushing him and swinging at him. And this dude's like telling people around him. And there's like several people filming this. And, and this dude stands here and takes a shit for five to seven minutes. And then when the dude, like the kid starts swinging at the guy and the guy realizes, you know what? This kid needs to fucking learn. The guy grabs the kid and basically like manhandles him and like just throws him on the ground. And he's like, son, you don't understand what you are getting yourself into. Then the kid stands up and starts crying and screaming that he was attacked and shit. Like that's the mentality that these kids have these days. And it's all our fault, and I say our as in people who are of the age that have children who have not disciplined them in a way that they should. We're populating the world with a bunch of shitheads, and I don't like that, and I apologize for ranting. I know that, that it's against the rules to just bitch and rant, but I'm sorry. It's, it aggravates me, and I can't deal with it, so that's that. I'm not going any further down that road. I'm a little hangry. I haven't eaten yet uh, uh, or anything real. I had like a a, a bratwurst as soon as I walked in so that I could make it through this. But uh, that was merely an appetizer, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sunday. We are going to have steak. And I mean a thick cut ribeye, cast iron, salted butter. Ron Swanson. You know how to cook a steak? Butter and heat. That's it. Nothing else. Will Hanna actually told me that he used just butter. And then I started watching Parks and Rec. Uh, but he, he uh, Ron Swanson does the flank steak. A large flank steak, pan-seared, salted butter. Anywho, <laughs> all this talk about steaks and butter has got me all hot and bothered. Things to listen to and watch this week. Uh, the Wind and the Wave. Listen to anything by them. Just go to YouTube, type in The Wind and the Wave. Daryl High sent me something by them earlier, and I was blown away. Their covers are ridiculous. Uh, her voice is great. Joe Pug. Six letters. J-O-E-P-U-G. Joe Pug. I Do My Father's Drugs. Listen to I Do My Father's Drugs. That's a great song. I'm not sure the album that it's on. Listen to anything Joe Pug's written. He seems like uh, a very Dylan-esque, uh, very good songwriter. Check him out. Also, Jose Gonzalez, an album called Veneer. Listen to that. It's great. Movies to watch or things, shows, blah, blah, blah. Watch The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. And Jose Gonzalez actually did the entire uh, soundtrack for that movie. Well, pretty much. He, he wrote a few songs for it with his band, Juna. And uh, I think that he may, may have done the entire soundtrack for that or chose the soundtrack. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. I don't know if I've given that one before for you guys to watch. If I have, watch it again. I think that was the last movie that Heath Ledger was in. And uh, when he died during the making of that movie, 
a lot of other actors stepped in and took his role, like took his took the spot, and and I think worked for free so the movie could be finished. But the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. And I'll say this again. I think I gave this to you last week. Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee Season 5 is great. Watch that. Please watch that. It's awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure that's all I got for you. So listen to The Wind and the Wave, Joe Pug, I Do My Father's Drugs, and Jose Gonzalez, Veneer. Watch The Secret Life of Water Mitty, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, and Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate you hanging out. Don't be dicks. Parents, raise your kids right to not be dicks. Kids, you shouldn't be listening to this. There's foul language here. Go, 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 go play with uh, something else. Go get a, like a microscope or something and, and, and uh, look, look, look at something. I don't know what I'm saying. Be a kid. Don't be listening to podcasts yet. Podcasts are for adults. But if you are a kid and you've broken your parents' rules and you've listened to this podcast, don't be a little asshole. That's it. Don't be no little asshole. <sighs> my uh, my cousin, little my cousin, little Larry used to call his son Jr. a little asshole when he was a baby. I don't know if I should say that or not. It's funny. Anywho, I'm getting the f out of here, guys. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Love you. Peace, bitches.